Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by singer, songwriter, music therapist, and founder of Your Song, a therapeutic songwriting program. Uh, this artist has a voice that is like a hug Aww. like it's just she she will give you vocals she will give you <laughs> vocals please welcome to the show kashana hello oh hi that was very sweet <laughs> it's i um one of my habits since starting this show is um I listen to the guest music while I'm in the shower. That way, yeah. like it's it's I've got the good acoustic, and I'm like, I could I I could have stayed in the shower for two hours and just <laughs> listened. Like you could sing the phone book, and I'd be like, yes, yes, run run her her Grammys, please. Like let's let's do this oh, today. Thank you so much. <laughs> so super kind of you. You caught me by surprise this morning. <laughs> Look, I'm blushing to the point my glasses are fogging up. It's great. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so so tell me, uh, what's the worst question you've ever been asked in an interview? Oh, the, wor um, the worst question I think I've ever been asked is, who's your favorite uh, band member? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> But it's out of the trio, like it's with the trio. Um, it was a joke, but it was one of those where in the moment I was like, oh, no, I can't answer that. <laughs> you know, uh, someone is asking if Nikki or Maureen were my, which one was my favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And the answer is they are both my favorite. So. Excellent. Yeah. Um, if, if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, who would it be? This one stops me because the, I have a list, right? <laughs> I have a list, but the one that's been like sticking out to me in my mind, I think just because of, um, I've been thinking a lot about legacy lately, um, Mavis Staples. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a song on my record, Listen, that man, I would love to do as a duet with her. It's called Marching On. And I'm just, uh, you know how they say, if you speak things, <laughs> 
speak things into existence. Your words are powerful. So I just keep saying, if I can ever get to collaborate with Mavis Staples, that would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, Miss Miss Staples, if you happen to be listening to this, yeah. um, you know, Kashana would like it. I would love it. Oh my god! Um, you know, the, the the people are asking. We're manifesting. Yeah, we're manifesting. We're manifesting. We are manifesting today. <laughs> I love it. Describe your latest project using only one word. Reflective. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who Who is an artist that you would drop everything to go on tour with if they asked you right now? I mean, honestly, anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think, I think, uh, again, if Mavis Staples was like, Kashana, we want you to open. If Gladys Knight was like, Kashana, we want you to open. Uh, if Feist was like Kashana, oh, I want you nice. to open. <laughs> it really is anyone. Like it's, I, if I look through my Spotify uh, favorites, that's who any of them can call. <laughs> I would drop <laughs> everything for anyone, really. <laughs> I like that. Those are all. Um, I feel like isn't isn't Gladys Knight on tour right now? I mean, I've had a few friends open for her, so I'm like, all right, one degree of separation. Degree right, of separation. right. Somebody, somebody put in the word, like, you know, yeah, s- slip an album into into Just, her purse. Like, you know. let's. Yeah, we're manifesting today. Okay, Greg. We yes, are yes, we are manifesting it all today. <laughs> if you could change one thing about the music business, what would it be? Um. If I could change one thing about the music industry today, it would be the industry, uh, man, authenticity. Uh, I would, I wish that authenticity could win. Maybe it is now, um, but that's the industry. The music community is very authentic, if that makes sense. Yes. I don't know if these are supposed to be short answers or long answers. No, I hey, go off on <laughs> No, I mean, talk as much as you want. Like, I. Yeah. Um, so there's this thing that I see in my music community where artists are um, like hand behind them, just bringing one another into the spotlight, right? We are rising tides for one another right now. And that's in the Americana roots, tight knit indie world. Um, and I see like, as one of us gets in the spotlight, we're bringing someone up along with, right? But it, authenticity, I wish it could, I wish authenticity always won. You know, I don't think it wins all the time. Um, there's a whole family reunion happening behind me. And this is like <laughs> the most authentic <laughs> moment of being an artist is when, you know, like for me right now, I'm really focusing on legacy. And so um, I'm this moment right now of having my aunt and um, her friend and my mom in, in the other room is part of the artistry as well. Like when will authenticity really win? Um, and us not, artists not think we have to play for, you know, fight for numbers and algorithms, but just being yourself, telling a story. Um, but we're, we're climbing the way. I like that. Long I like that a lot. No, it's perfect. <laughs> um, what's a venue that you would give anything to play in red rocks 
that is the most popular answer to this question yeah everybody wants to play red rock Mm -hmm. i think only because um so many friends i'm seeing now are making it happen i'm like all right then it's next in line second for me though the kennedy center oh nice honor like the big stage right yeah i think we're playing the kennedy center one of the smaller stages in november um and um and then hollywood bowl is another one nice i like that those are all very good answers um i have i have only been to red rock and it being it being the most popular answer like i like i get it because there's there's a vibe to that venue that like it it just feels yeah different yeah i i've never been so i'm always i just see photos and i see the people and if anything for me especially the way that i'm doing music now just an instrument and voices i i feel like that is why i write is so that our natural voices can bounce off the land and man it will feel feel really awesome to be able to do that at red rock so yeah yeah that's that's my yeah I love it. Um, what is your worst habit during the songwriting process? Um, editing and like self-editing or stopping, uh, you know, telling myself that's not good. That's not good. Judging, letting the critic come in too soon. Mm -hmm. I could tell other people through my program, you know, I'm helping people write their songs all the time. And so it's easy for me to tell them, don't let the critic come in the room yet. Just create, we'll edit later. But when I'm writing for my own self and my own music, she's right there like, that's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> nope, wrong. That's not a good melody. So yeah, I, turning her off. I feel that when I'm, when I'm editing episodes, I'm listening more to myself than to the guest. And I'm like, okay, let's cut that part because your inflection is weird. Or why did you breathe right there? What are you, what are you doing? What are you breathing for? Why do we like, do that to ourselves? Cause nobody else hears it. Yeah. Why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. I don't know. Cause people are like, that interview was perfect. And I'm like, yeah. well, Actually. I did X, Y, Z. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I refuse on often. I hate, I refuse to listen to anything of me talking right away. I have to give myself a week because I know already the critic is there like, I already know where you messed up. She's already <laughs> like, it's going to be awful. Nope. So I have to wait before I hear my, my talking voice again, my speaking voice for this very reason you're saying. <laughs> yes. What's a song that you wish you wrote? Um, you know, that Whitney Houston song, I believe the children are future. Yes. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Come on, vocals. <laughs> it's my morning voice. <laughs> I love it. That's that's a good song to wish you wish you wrote. Yeah, I feel like that was the first song that gra- like grabbed me um, when I was little. Just wanted to sing that at all the talent shows. And the other day it came on, and um, I was like, man, this song is how I feel, you know? I never paid attention to the lyrics really, you know, give them a sense of pride to make it easier. But the children's laughter remind us how it used to be. I'm like, that's all I want is to bring laughter and joy back into the world. Yeah. Um, 
not only for the youth but for the elders this song yes. is me <laughs> <laughs> describe your perfect day oh this day is it i think any day that i wake up and get to experience family and nature and then have good conversation you know like right now I'm, i feel like i'm already it's 9 46 in my time but i'm already having kind of the perfect day you know nice. um i got you know um i got my family behind me and uh talking about future stuff with you and you know in my house in you know, <laughs> a moo it's great <laughs> That is the perfect day. Mm -hmm. What's a song lyric, yours or someone else's, uh, that's always stuck with you? <laughs> um, one of mine that keeps coming up uh, is um, my song, Too Much. Too much, too much, ooh. Um, it's amazing how I'll be, you know, especially on tour with Nikki and Maureen, my two singers, um, something will happen and we'll be like, this is just too much. And then we all immediately go into too much, nice. too much. <laughs> Cause sometimes when the, when the weight is heavy, when the load is heavy to carry, um, we need uh, a moment of singing just to kind of brighten the moment, you know, bring a little levity to <laughs> just make it a little lighter. Mm -hmm. I love that. What is your favorite cuss word? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, okay, there's so many flipping through my head. I'm trying to think because I don't curse often, but when I get started, it is, I think the F word only because auntie's in the room. I can't right, say, right. you know, uh, the F word is a really good one. You got to put a hard F on it right yeah but also you know it's just rather than shit it's shit you know what i mean, that means <laughs> yes. <I'm> shit. <laughs> what is your favorite beyonce song black parade excellent yes excellent i think i have listened to that song especially when it came out i remember <laughs> being up till 2 a.m like just repeat i'm sure i listened to it for three hours kind of straight and then i would find the acapella version to hear all the extra bzzz, like, <laughs> and then oh yeah black parade is my favorite that's an excellent answer i love that fantastic song <laughs> uh, what is something that people would be surprised that you own mm. um what would people be surprised that I own? Am I surprising? I don't know if I'm surprising. What's something I own? Maybe? Um, I don't know how to answer that one. Hmm. They might be surprised that I, I have a shovel. Because <laughs> okay. I'm not much of an outside person, but <laughs> I did buy a shovel because I'm suddenly into plants and gardening outside. I've been doing oh. plants inside, but now I'm into outside. Nice. So, yeah. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I got it. I know what people will be surprised I own. A headlamp. A headlamp? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, like what you wear for camping? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't camp. I'm not, exactly. not, an, not, not an outdoor neither, person. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> like, like camping for me is when I check into the hotel. Like Thank that's, you. that Thank is you. the most would be a yurt. If you can get me in a yurt, that is, that is as far, but no. Yeah. I, I taught this camp. Um, uh, it's called mile, mile of music camp up in Rhode Island. And, um, they had a list of what they, what we had to bring. And one was like a headlamp and the other was like a solar powered lantern. And I was like, how, where do you even get a headlamp from? <laughs> but I only ever had the headlamp for that camping experience for that, like teaching experience. We all have a cabin, but to get to the outhouse, Greg, you got to get to an outhouse in the middle oh, no. of the night. No. Yeah. Uh, you have to have a, a headlamp to be able to see at night. Mm -hmm. No, that's, <laughs> that's going to be a pass for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like no indoor plumbing, I'm out. That's yeah, not. That's, yeah. That's not for me. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> if if there was a musical Mount Rushmore, who would be on it? How many people are on Mount Rushmore? Is it three or four? Four. Doesn't matter. Four. Okay. Uh, Nina Simone. Yes. Mavis. Correct. Stevie Wonder. Correct. Ray Charles. Correct. I could go on if we had <laughs> a longer mountain, but that's just like top of the mind. Mm -hmm. I like that. Those are, those are all perfect answers. Thank you. <laughs> Using only colors, describe your music. Purple. Gold. Black. And like iridescent white. Oh, nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm very very regal color palette and and it, and it fits it totally fits <laughs> yeah because i didn't think of that yeah you are the lead singer of of a super group mm. who are the other members erica badu Ooh. jill scott india Auri, um divinity rocks you know the bass player yes um Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, how many can I have in this band? We're a big behind band. It's it's um, your band. Uh, I'm like no drums. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that's it because I think Erica would have all the the gadgets and all that to. Yeah. You know, what I mean, we'd be using tracks, so oh, that feels good. Mm -hmm. I like that. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. Let me go on ahead and pre-order that album. Give me some concert <laughs> tickets, merch. Let's, you know, I'm gonna go buy an Airstream. I'm just following yeah. all around the country on tour. Like, let's go. We're doing yes. this. Get get Erica and Jill's people on the phone. Oh my gosh! Again, we're speaking. That's right. Yes. We're manifesting. Mm -hmm. Um, you are you are given the the keys to the kingdom so to speak and you are allowed to cover one song from any artist's catalog what song do you pick uh, one song from any artist catalog 
what song do I pick? Um, I don't know why Tina Turner's Nutbush is City Limits is in my yes. Nutbush. Yes. <laughs> oh, Nutbush. I think it's, I just want to yell in a mic, church house, gin house. Um, man. Oh. I don't feel like that's my solid answer. Okay. I feel like this changes every day too. Um, you know, there's, um, you know, the people get ready. I think I was born in the wrong, in the wrong <laughs> decade, clearly. Um, people get ready. Uh, there's so many versions. I, I think my dad used to play the song all the time on guitar. The, uh, but then there's an Eva Cassidy version I found years later that just, ugh. but then, oh, I know what it is. Okay. It's uh oh what is it called? It's a uh, golden thread. Oh, had a golden thread and a needle so fine. Um I don't know who sings it though. Let me find out who the original uh, person is, but that's the song I would want. I those words sit like Yeah. Cuz it's talking about like I would weave a magic spell like uh, a a like this tapestry, she would um, weave of this golden thread. And I think of how I want to be in the world is just a needle and thread. And how can I stitch communities together? How can I, how can I use music to bring together? So I feel like maybe that's what I would. That's a fantastic, fantastic answer. Um, and I, I know the song and like you, I can't. No, I'm going to look it up as we're, as we're, um, I'm going to look Golden Thread and Eva Cassidy, but you can, it's going to come back in a minute. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Ooh, I have a song called Cornelius Dupree, um, which I wrote for uh, a man named Cornelius Dupree, who is wrongfully imprisoned um, in the Innocence Project. Um, got a hold of his case and they were able to um, get him exonerated. So there's that song. Then there's a song called Fear. And then there's uh, oh, uh, um, Fear. And then there's this other one we just released called uh, Do It Feed Your Soul. <laughs> Which I think would be a fun little montage. Do a feed yourself. It could be a, in a nice. fun, like, romantic comedy. You know, everything else is in, a, like, a dark southern gothic movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also found out that I believe Seeger wrote Oh, Had I a Golden Thread. Oh, wow. Pete Seeger. Okay. Nice. There Excellent. So this next part, you get to pick one of three of the most cliched questions that musicians get asked in interviews. Okay. So your choices are, uh, who are your influences? What got you started in music? Or what is your creative process like? Let's do the what is your creative process like? Because I don't know if I've had that one. Okay. Um, 
what is my creative process like? My creative process is um, I sit with an idea and like experience life a little bit and then um, do a little journaling. And then I'll, when I sit down and I'm ready to write, I honestly do some free writing. And then I'll go through and kind of what I teach people to do in my Your Song program is you go, I'll go through and like underline the lines that really mean something. And then because I know my critic will show up, then I take that idea to another songwriter. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, help me. (laughs) Um, But I'm trying to get better at that. Um, uh, But honestly, my creative process when I'm writing alone is, is like a lot of like my body hurts when I'm writing. And I often cry a lot because, you know, because I think I've sat with whatever it is that I'm contemplating writing about, it is something that um, requires me to work through it, you know, in that writing process. And then I'm one of those people where when I write a song, I'm like, cool, it's done. And then I start performing it and I do the editing as I'm performing. So I need to play songs out uh, for a while before I feel comfortable going into the studio. Um, I have definitely recorded songs a little too soon and the way that I recorded them and based on how I perform them now are totally different. Um, Like words change. I have a song called same blood that happened, you know, Um, lyrics change here or there. So I think I take a long time to write. My process is pretty long and emotional. (laughs) That's yeah. I, I feel that it's, it's how I am with like, my I do I've got seven podcasts and you know like you I sit with an idea um and then I cry for for different reasons because it doesn't work the way I want it to and then yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I see you friend yes (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna start a traveling show and call it the crying creatives um that's (laughs) We need t-shirts. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) What is your strangest pre-show ritual? (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's strange anymore, but uh, definitely Palo Santo um, or incense, which some people would be like, why would you want to? put smoke in your, you know, near your body before you go perform. But for me, it's one of those, it's the sensory thing of when I've introduced a new smell, like my house is full of smells. Like I always have incense burning. There's just something for me to, um, to change the atmosphere. It grounds me. I need to, uh, so I think, yeah, burning incense or sage anything really, uh, is my pre-show ritual. And then if I'm alone, especially sitting in absolute silence. Nice. I need like absolute silence an hour to two hours before when I'm touring alone. Um, But it's been awesome experiencing pre-show with my, as a trio, because the three of us are all pretty chill people. And we know like when we're, if we get quiet, that's fine. We'll do our vocal warmups. We laugh. 
a lot, you know, we talk trash and then <laughs> we always take a moment now, which is, I think, a really great thing that we do. And some people might see us do this, but we'll just place our hands on one another just to connect and just take a deep breath together. And we often do that on stage. We'll just like touch and agree, take a deep breath, and then we'll start the show. Just a way for us to kind of like reconnect and center and remember why we are singing. I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> Do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? An artist. I am not an entertainer. I I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely an artist. Okay. <laughs> How many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning? one and sometimes just the thought of the alarm gets me out of bed you know so like i may set like often i'll set an alarm for a uh for like 7 a.m and then at 6 30 6 45 i'll be like i know it's going to go off soon let me just go ahead and get up <laughs> that why, internal clock why are you me <laughs> <laughs> it's painful <laughs> Like, how do people, how do people need like two or three alarms? I, uh, I just need the thought of an alarm. All yeah. I, off, often, all I need to do is say, I need to be up at 730 and I will wake up at 728. Yeah. You know, just on my own, that internal clock. Yeah. It's like for, <laughs> for this recording, I was like, I, I was laying in bed and I was like, I bet I've slept through my alarm. And so I rolled over and looked at my phone and it's 5.30 and I was like, well, I'm up now. I mean, I might as well just get going. <laughs> Since I'm awake. <laughs> I mean, I'm awake. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what, is, what is the biggest misconception about musicians? Um, the biggest misconception about musicians is that, that we're entertainers. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's it not all of us are entertainers we just want to do our craft and our art um that we're friendly yeah i feel like that's a misconception that we are friendly and um and uh and we are here to entertain people that is not often it you know and i know people are just trying to start combo but it is I'm sure the, the amount of times that I've walked on a, on a plane with a guitar on my back and it's, it's, you know, people see it and like, Oh, that's a big violin. And now I'm just like, yeah, sure is, you know, mm -hmm. sure is it's a huge violin. Um, or, you know, walking on a flight and they're like, Oh, are you going to entertain us today? No. And I, my response, I have to catch myself because I say it with a little bit too much venom, but my response is like, I'm off duty. Y'all going to pay me for this performance? You know, nice. <laughs> like, I'm working like the instrument is my job. It is my craft. I'm not here to entertain. I have a whole mission in mind, but nobody knows that. And I get it, you know, um, I get it. I get why they see musicians as entertainment rather than experts in their craft. You know, I get that. Yeah. nobody would pull up and be like, yo, yo, man, you gonna play that for us today? You gonna <laughs> on a I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, they might, 
They might. But, yeah. yeah. I would uh, shame. I would yeah, <laughs> no. shame them. What? <laughs> it's it's why like I I've always been very anti if I see like a famous person out at a restaurant oh. or something, I'm not gonna approach them like while they're sitting there eating. Oh like, yeah, no. Now when they get up and walk outside, boom, yeah. I'm at yeah, I'm yeah. at the door. Yeah. But yeah. But like yeah. when sitting there eating, like yeah. come on, like, just try to live life and do life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like and and nobody likes to be on an airplane. Like no. headphones. I just put the headphones in. I need to purchase a pair of big ones, like these, like these, because that is obvious. I'm not trying to talk to anybody, and yeah. I'll put the earbuds in. But I was like, nobody can see these. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean to be antisocial. I just you know the thing about perform being an artist and performing on stages and is you give so much of your energy you spend so like so much energy is given i'm a pisces i'm an introvert and so i must especially when i'm around crowds i have to go inward and so i can prepare myself i do all my rituals to prepare myself to be on stage in a crowd for for flights or travel or just walking through the streets with the instrument on my back you get you get like regular kashana who is an introvert and shy and is like, I don't like people that much. <laughs> so, I, you know, I need my space. <laughs> exactly. What moment in your career are you most proud of? I think every day it's this moment, you know, this moment, the fact that I'm still doing it. Um, yeah. And every day that I get to perform. I'm most proud um, of myself. I'm sorry, they're laughing a lot. Is it's it, fine. It's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, totally Joy fine. happening in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but every day. Yeah, I'm most proud every day. Every time I step on a stage, I realize the privilege that I have. And I have not had a lot of that. Like, not everybody gets the privilege of traveling for a living meeting strangers for a living creating for a living and then getting to share like people pay money to hear what i have in my brain um as they should you know <laughs> but it's like that's a privilege and then to get a microphone as a black woman you know as a as a big girl um to get to sit stand on a stage and say the things that are in my heart that i feel that i've observed and then be like, now buy my CD. <laughs> That's a privilege. <laughs> and I'm most proud of that every time. Yeah, I can't believe um, I can't believe I, I get to do this. I hope I can continue. You will. I have I'm, I'm manifesting. Like That's right. Manifesting. Like, like yes. you're you're in this for the long haul, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> I, what's the first song that you remember hearing? First song I remember hearing. There's so many, man, because music was all. I really do feel like it was the guitar solo from, um, uh, what's his name? Lionel Richie's song, Hello. Oh, nice. There's this, my dad, just because my dad played it all the time, he was <laughs> always playing it. So, <laughs> I feel like that, uh, and people get ready. Um, those were, my dad's go-to riffs that he would play all the time in the house. 
from a child like he would have the amp turned up loud and just you know still to this day that's what he's playing so I, I might not know all the lyrics to Lionel Richie's song hello but I know I know every note to that guitar solo. <laughs> there are there are worse guitar solos to come up on you know so <laughs> yeah yeah if if you could start your career over from the minute that you decided to pursue music, would you do anything differently? Nah, no, because um, the only thing I would do differently is trust myself more. You know, um, I wouldn't be the kind of artist that I am though if I had not gone all the like weird routes around to get here, <laughs> you know? I had to go be a music therapist for years. I had to go behind bars and, and working with people in a therapeutic sense. I had to go play the college market for seven years. You know, I had a, because I had so many years that I missed out on because I was being a music therapist, those years of playing the college market was like getting my master's in performance. Like I just, cause I had to do it every day to either a room of hundreds or a room of eight, you know? And I just had to learn how to capture an audience no matter who was there and I think that's where I really learned the importance of like doesn't matter who's in the room as long as you are speaking to who's there they will get it it's not about the size of the crowd it's about whether or not they hear what you're trying to say you know so I wouldn't change anything different just my belief in myself excellent what keeps you up at night my cat um <laughs> Or, oh my gosh, you know what kept me up the other night? And this is going to sound very morbid, um, but thinking about my parents and the fact that they won't be here much longer, and I don't know if they've prepared me. I'm not prepared. It's not on them. I am not prepared to handle, um, this is dark, <laughs> but I'm not prepared to handle, um, what's the word I want to use other than like they're their death I'm not prepared to handle that and I mean all aspects like funeral service who do I call where do you want to be buried where do you like you you live here now you're not in South Carolina anymore you know do you is there a place like all of that stuff we don't talk about that in my in my family and our culture that much so that has been keeping me up lately and I I think I was up till 4 a.m the other morning just like doing the thing yeah, I think just because I'm really in, I'm thinking about legacy lately and and I'm thinking about myself and I have no kids. And so I've already claimed two of my nieces or my nephew. There's two of those. One of them's going to end up taking me on. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of seeing which one's better with money. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you ever consider trying acting full-time oh I don't think anybody would want that <laughs> no <laughs> nah uh I tried it in college I mean not college high school I was in the drama club um I love reciting things but I don't think I don't know mm -mm. okay <laughs> I'll be a background performer though I'll be part of the um extra I'll be an extra I'll do that. Mm -hmm. 
So tell me about your latest project. So we've been releasing a bunch of singles over the past few uh, months. And these have been songs that don't necessarily fit on my last record, Listen, or on this EP that's coming out in the um, fall. And so I've just been going in and, and recording the songs that have been on my heart that I think are needed in society right now. Um, we have a song, uh, I keep saying we, we is me. But <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time saying me, I, you know, but uh, um, the, I have a song that I wrote called um, Out Loud. That is for anyone that has struggled with owning their voice and speaking, like saying what you need out loud, asking for what you want. Because if you're like me raised in the South, you got to be humble all the time, yeah. you know, and it's hard to ask for what you want. Um, and people can't read our minds, you know, it could be a simple thing as like, I'm cold. Can you turn the air conditioning down? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but just saying what it is that you need. Um, and we have a song called Rise of Tide, which is another one. Like, I think I was speaking to this earlier about how I've seen this happening in the music community, but if it could also happen in society, man, it would be so easy just to not judge, put the judgment out of your mind. It's just a how it's a matter of slight switch in thinking of how can I highlight this community of people? How can I use my privilege to highlight someone else's story? Um, and then we just released a song called Do What Feeds Your Soul. Now, this month coming up, um, you know, I have another song that's not as specific to like in, in dead on, like do what feeds your soul is, you know, um, do what feeds your soul is basically like the happiest song I think I've ever released because <laughs> my friend Shannon and I wrote it together, Shannon Labrie, and we recorded it in absolute joy, just right here in my little studio, um, clapping and whoop, whoop, and just making chaotic sounds on the track. Um, and it was so much fun. And this next song that's coming out in September is called Nighttime Animal that I wrote with Zach Smith from Smooth Houndsmith. And um, that that song is, it's basically like how, like being a nighttime animal, you know, like I always ask the audiences, what's your nighttime animal? I'm a possum, <laughs> you know? Cause don't put, please don't put a, a, don't put a spotlight on me. I will play dead in a minute. Like I said, <laughs> I'm an introvert, leave me alone. Um, uh, but it's been really interesting to hear audience kind of respond with like what their nighttime animal is and just the magic that can happen. And I think this is a song also for artists who create better at night, you know, and like that's when all the 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 world is quiet. And so there's not extra noise getting in the way of the of the creativity but the people who run the world and make the rules in this world are all daytime people. And how unfair is that? Is that, you know, it's just the matter of difference of those of us at night work in magic. Those of us that work in the day work in like rules and law and how to keep them down, but how to keep the man down. But, you know, just, um, it's a little more ethereal of a song. It's not as like spot on, you know, but we have the, the full EP we recorded in the Parthenon here in Nashville. Oh, nice. Um, if anybody has been in there, it is a bizarre space, but it sounds amazing. And we recorded it right in front of Athena. And there's going to be video coming out. And it's just me and uh, my guitar and then my two singers. So um, we're really excited for those to start leaking out over the next couple months. 
um, that's the next project. And, and as I'm doing that, I'm writing for legacy. See, I'm like you, I have many things happening at the same time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a legacy album. I'm really wanting to put out, you know, hopefully next year if, if everything works. Um, and and you kind of answered uh, my last question, but so so what's what else is next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after this EP comes out um, with the Parthenon sessions, um, it truly is the next part for me is trying to continuing to excuse me continuing to link my work with your song with my touring with the idea of legacy because even though i'm looking into my own family's legacy and history and capturing that in story i'm also very interested in the communities that i'm in and the legacy that exists there what stories have been paved over um that's something that's happening really big here in nashville is a lot of history is being paved over because there's no one here to tell us the history that happened on the land or there's no care given the dollar is more mighty than the history you know and so people with money can just come in and buy up a block not realizing that was a huge historical landmark for the civil rights movement or not realizing you know what famous artists or even not famous artists played in these buildings that you're selling off you know um i'm really just trying to capture stories and like i said i sit with things for a while so I don't know when I'll finish this record and this project. It might be one of those things that just keeps going, but I'm just going to keep following that thread and creating around that idea of legacy and see what we can create and put out in the world next. I love it. I love it. Um, Shauna, thank you so <laughs> much uh, for, for taking time uh, out of your day uh, to be here with me and talk with me. Um, I, I appreciate it. And I have enjoyed this so very much. Oh, thank um, you. Tell the folks listening at home and all over the world uh, where they can find you on social media and where they can hear your music. Yeah, you can find me on social media on IG and Facebook at Kashana Music, K-Y-S-H-O-N-A Music. Um, I have a website, Kashana.com. You can see when we're going to be touring through your area. And um, my music is everywhere. You can buy it online at my website. You can download it all the places. You can stream it. There's Bandcamp as well. Um, but just put in Kashana. I'll come up. <laughs> there's one other Kashana. There might be two other. But there's one that's, uh, I, she and I keep going back and forth. She's a cricket player. That's not me. Kashana Music is the one you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play cricket. Mm-mm. <laughs> Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.